following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. You, you, so you're saying you have no audio no, in your right. ears? Zilch. Hmm. No. Okay, well, go ahead and start the show, and I'll come and work on that. Yeah, okay. We'll start the show. Um, I guess we're, we're live. We're, I, I, I don't know. We, do you have any voice? Do you, he says we're not, uh, we're not well, uh, on. Welcome to Radio Law. Welcome to Radio Law Talk, but it's not on. Cal, did you just turn it on in, the, in there? Oh, okay, it's on down here. We're good. So are we going or what? Yeah. Are we live? You're on. All right, we're on. I guess Cal is... All right, Cal? I'm going to trust, trust my instinct and say that we're on. What do he we... said to trust my instrument. I don't know what that means. Uh... Well, we're going to talk about this. <sighs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, now, there we are, Cal. Oh, there we oh. go. Now I hear... Oh, we Cal. got it. We go got ahead. It. Keep we, going. Okay, now everything's fine. We have a we have a squeaky or a staticky cord. Oh, we had a, yes. we had a uh, minor issue going on, and Cal came down here in our studio and, and fixed it so we can go on. Yes. Woo! Okay, we're going to... We were going to talk about... Um, Comfort horse. Now, let me tell you, um, and, and I know we do case or no case next, but this is so. Frederick Penny. I'm the host of Radio Law Talk. You know who we are. This is hour two. Call us at 855 Law Radio. I, I want to get to this horse thing before we do case or no case. Usually, do a case or no case right away, but we've got to talk about this because we keep putting it off. Um, but uh, w- what's happened is you have comfort animals, and under the law, a person with disabilities can have a comfort animal. Right? Yes. And how it all started was with the comfort dog, and it started with a little dog that you bring on the airplane, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and what's happened is um, uh, they're now moving a direction as to what are what's defined as a comfort animal. And then it moved. Didn't it move to an ostrich? They said no. Um, but now it's officially came out that the government has said it's okay to have a comfort mini horse. Yes. That just came down. We discussed that about a month ago. And the, the individual that has a, a was the first person that brought it on Amtrak and brought it on a plane. And if you go to our, uh, let's see, I think our Instagram, it shows a picture of the comfort horse. Yes. So my question is legally, and this is a legal question, 855 Law Radio, if you want to comment on this or tweet us at Radio Law Talk, legally, what happens to the child who walks on the airplane with his EpiPen, and he is allergic to horses or dogs or animals, and that child will have an anaphylactic, I always say Anaf- anaphylactic. anaphylactic shock yes. with that animal in there. Who is the one that has to leave the airplane or the Amtrak? Well, didn't you have a story similar to this, Fred? Yes, I'm, we I'm did. I'm say that because of that, the airline has the audacity to tell the poor victim suffering from anaphylactic shock, how dare you have that on our plane? You need to go on a different plane. And exactly. I know of a, of a, of a family yes. that they had these dogs on, and this kind of big, hairy dogs, and the child has uh, uh, I, a very bad, but is allergic to dogs with long hair and horses, and I think even has like the the EpiPen, I think, I and mean, I know the, the the sprayer. And as they saw that, they said, "We we this child can't sit there because this child will go into shock." And the airlines said, "We'll have to book you on another plane." That, that to me that is ridiculous I because don't, you, I don't understand if it. If you look sure at sure you it. do. You guys understand this is called accommodation. The law requires accommodation of the handicapped person. Right, yeah. but is the child? I guess the child with asthma that oh, may well. die. Yeah. That's not a listed as a what? As a disability. As a disability. Because it really doesn't do, come yeah. down to the kid. It comes down to the disabled person. It's like, absurd. We all agree. And, but, and yeah. if you think about it, anxiety, you, you could look at it from a certain point of view and say that anxiety associated with fl- airline travel is, well, I'm allergic to airline <laughs> travel. That's my that's my detriment. I'm allergic to airline travel emotionally. And so I have my, my emotional allergy equivalent of a... Inhaler, which is my support animal, and that helps me get through it. Okay, so I got my disability. What about yours? Well, you know, with yours, 
uh, if your anxiety with flying, it's uncomfortable, but you can survive. With mine, I will die if I go into anaphylactic shock because of your animal. And it is the airline saying we're going to let the person with the emotional issue take precedence over the person with the physical issue. You know, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Crazy. It's going to take a lawsuit yep. by someone with uh, right. a, a person that has aller- uh, allergies. And I was actually thinking of bringing that suit myself. But um, anyway, and that's what's going to take. And the Supreme Court is going to have to determine it's not about the animal. Everyone thinks it's about the animal. It's about the disabled person bringing on this comfort animal. Who has the rights? The person or the person that is going to get sick and or die from the that animal i think that they should i think this will never pass but maybe the accommodation made is if they have a separate area for animals to go on flights down in the hole then the person that wants to take their emotional comfort animal should also be given a seat down underneath the plane in the hold with the rest of the animals. Without air. No, well, no they have air. Oh. Animals have air. They have to breathe when they're there, too. So we're, Yes, we're, but some of the airline air, airplanes don't have that. They're not all pressurized. But, down there. there you go. I, no, they're yeah, pressurized. They, 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 they have to be, otherwise the animals would yeah. die at 32,000 feet. No, no, so. the hold, the hold is, I don't think the hold is pressurized. Well, no, there's some that are. There's areas that are pressurized. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's oh, okay. For any place they put an animal that goes on the flight that's not next to you in the seat, it has to be pressurized, otherwise the animal would die. When we bought our dog, so, we shipped it from Texas, and we loved him. Rusty, by the way. Oh, we love Rusty. He was a, 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 a red bone coonhound, and they shipped him out of Texas, and he came in a little crate, and he was in the baggage part that was the, um, it was, it had the um, you know, pressurized. Pressurized cargo food. area. Yeah, right, he had right, his little right. food, and he came out and happy, and he had to go potty, so I took him out, and he lived happily ever after. You know what? I just think that we need to save the animals. So I think we should try to get a petition to get personhood for these comfort animals, and they have should have rights too. In Argentina, they've already got that. Already I'm talked waiting, about it. I'm waiting for the animal rights activists to exactly. claim to claim <laughs> that the the animals, the emotional support animals, are being subject to undue abuse because right. and and servitude. The the blind dogs and they're the you know service animals that are being subject to undue abuse because their whole life is in the service of this thing. They didn't choose it. You know, uh, you know, oh, oh my gosh, here's a service animal for somebody that has anxiety. So their owner, oh my God, you freak out. It's my responsibility. How much pressure you have to put on these dogs? I'm waiting for those losses. And I'm telling you no, right they now. Should, they're going to come. They're yeah. going to come for sure. And I'm telling you right now, just so you know, these are people, you're looking at all of us, that he has cats. He loves his cats. I love my dogs. By the way, they've all just recently passed. That's a sad day. I've had three dogs. And and you love animals, too. We all like our animals. Yeah. Don't get us wrong. I, but... got, I got three cats, four cats, a dog, and um, and a kid. And had a rabbit, and, you know, and two kids. Yeah, so there not, you go. Not listed in order of importance. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be cats. All right, now let's talk about, the, forget the horse, what about now the chickens? A federal lawsuit has occurred for comfort chickens now. Apparently, in Florida, this lady has got her whole house full of chickens, and they are her chickens uh, that she loves. And, I, and, and we've got a minute left now, so I want to talk about this, and I want to bring in the issue of where a comfort animal ends, I mean, begins and ends, not on airplanes now. This is not talking about airplanes or on the Amtrak. Now around someone's home. Are you allowed to go against what... The homeowners association says, or zoning says, because you want comfort alligators or comfort, you know, chickens. That's what this case is going to be all about, and we're going to talk about. Come back, and if you want to join us at 855 Law Radio, remember go to our website www.radiolawtalk.com, and you can listen to us live. You click on the live, and then you can go back. There's podcasts of all the shows we've done. Here's the best part: what we had our computers people do. You can search by topic, and it'll take you right to that podcast. Man, did we pay a little bit of money to have him do that. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming right up right here. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at PennyAndAssociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2. Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work. There's the comic book collection, the race car bed. Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control over my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Eva Marie smoked 12,000 packs of cigarettes over 15 years. She quit, and now there's a new lung cancer screening that could save her life. You stopped smoking, now start screening. No matter how much you smoked, early detection could save you. Talk to your doctor or learn more at savedbythescan.org. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. <laughs> well, boy, I Cal, I can't believe the minute you said go, I start coughing. Never fails. Call, uh, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to talk to us. Again, welcome to WDOC. 1310 a.m. Eastern Kentucky, the voice of Eastern Kentucky. Or, no, Eastern Kentucky's voice is what it's called. So uh, we, we always do case or no case at the beginning of the segment. I know those of you who love it, we, we went into something uh, more interesting, and we're going to talk about comfort chickens uh, in a few seconds here. But we want to get to case or no case so Denise can get some more points. Roll it, Cal. <laughs> now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! All right, now I take you to Rhineland, to Germany, 
where a man there, Hans Hosen, was caught in an avalanche. He was briefly oxygen-deprived before his friends finally dug him out. A few weeks later, after the man was moved from the hospital to a rehab facility to continue his recovery, he thought he would try a Sudoku, you know, that Sudoku, 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 thank you, puzzle, an activity he always enjoyed in his free time. While doing the puzzle, he began to have clonic seizures or muscle twitches in his left arm. Eventually, doctors said, well, they were triggered by the intense three-dimensional imaging required by the Sudoku puzzle. So he said that it kind of shorted out his brain, and he thought, well, you know, Hans Guten is the guy who thought up the Sudoku puzzle. I think he's liable. I'm going to talk to an attorney and see if I might have a case. And so I ask you, is the case of the twitching Sudoku arm a matter for a case? And if so or not, what would the outcome be? Mr. Penny, you get to go first this time. So your question to me is, was this a real case or could he have brought the case? Is it a case? And if so, what was the outcome? It's always the same. Always the same. Is it a case? Ah. And if so, what was the outcome? I'm not saying these are. This is an. E- this is a difficult one. Yeah, but, no, yeah. this is an easy one because it's in Germany. It's so off the wall and stupid. It's going to be a case. <laughs> and it's out of Europe. It's in Germany, so we don't have any people from Germany listen to us. So I can't offend them. Well, that we know um, of. Yeah. That we know of. So right. I'm. Well, we say, do. No, she's in Sweden. I thought that's Sweden. No, I have. I have a whole. Bunch of people in Germany? Austria and Germany. Oh, shoot. I can't say that. Yeah, we got to be nice. Apologies to you before we say that. Yes, All right. So <laughs> and we have a lot of people in Canada listen, too. So I'm going to say that's a case. It's so bizarre. Uh, and I'm going to say they win because it's so bizarre. I, I don't see any causation there. Even though the, if the doctor testifies that's what the cause was, then I guess uh, they could say that they actually won some money. And they uh, intentionally – I don't think it's foreseeable by – the company, the I don't you know it's Sudoku. I don't play that Sudoku. Whatever. Sudoku. Yes. Sudoku. 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 Whatever yes. it is, sounds good to me. I, uh, but I, I've so, never played them, and after having part of my brain compromised, I'm thinking it's a good thing. Mr. Cunin, what yep. say you? Uh, Sudoku is actually a pretty fun game, um, and it you know can be challenging depending on the numbers that you get and how it starts out. They they're in every paper. It's like the crossword puzzle now. They, it's yeah, they have the Sudoku, the cryptogram, and the New York yeah. Times crossword. Right, right, so right. I am going to say that this is a case and he gets nothing. Look, the problem that you have here, Mr. Potential Plaintiff, is the condition or what happened that led to the condition that you have. And it's affecting your ability to do certain things that you didn't have that problem with before. But it's not those new things that are problems for you. It's what led to your condition. So um, I, a real circumstance, and he you know what? Forget that. No case. I'm just going to go, no, Dang it. no case. <laughs> Dang it's, it. Because it's just easier to say that, no case. Cal's right. making it up. All right. Uh, Ms. Dirks, what say you? Um, is, isn't Sudoku, isn't that a Japanese maker? Su- Sudoku is. Sudoku. Uh, well, Hans Guten is actually the guy who invented the Sudoku puzzle. Oh. He's a puzzler. That's what he does. He's like a, a math dude. And he came up with this. Hans. Okay. G-U-T-T-E-N. You can Google him, Todd. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I just want to see what Sudoku means in Japanese, if it's, a, if it's a Japanese it word. It means watch out for seizures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Assume nice. the rest. <laughs> I, I'm, I have to agree with Todd, darn it. I was ho- so hoping he was going to say case, but I don't think there's a case here. <sighs> Give it to me, Cal. I don't think there's Give a case. Give it to me. It is an interesting scenario because after stuff happens to your brain, weird stuff can happen. The question is... Was it foreseeable, right, that yes. this guy did the puzzle? Well, is it a case? That's for the those first of question. you who say it was a case, may I, well, that would be Fred Benny. <sighs> oh. ah, I'm losing, <laughs> now, like, so bad For those today. of you who said it was a true scenario but no legal case, that would be none of you. Right. And that's the situation. It was a true scenario. No lawsuit was ever <sighs> filed, but this guy really did developed the left arm twitches while trying to do the Sudoku puzzle after he was trapped in an avalanche and was oxygen deprived. All of that is true. Wow. What a bizarre. Yeah, it's a strange case. thing. I thought. Yeah, a strange yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, that's another case or no case. Those of you guys who play along, you just got to enjoy it. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to play along next hour. Why don't you give us a teaser about oh, next sure. yes, hour? Of course. What ne- the... Next hour, I'm going to take you 
into the world of Toonland, where cartoon animators live. That's next. By, by the way, yes. Sudoku is a Japanese abbreviation. It's short for the phrase Suji wa dokushin ni kagiru, or Sudoku, which means literally the numbers or digits must remain single, which is not only applicable to the game, but my social life. So, uh, what are we going on to next? <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Things must remain single. Well, I think this is perfect to move into the chicken. Uh, I think we need oh, the yes, ch- yes, we chicken need emotional chicken lady. Chicken lady emotional support animal. There's your there's your future date. Well, yeah, she and she only had hens. There were no roosters in the hen house. Then you could be the rooster. So um, I'm just. <laughs> you know, something tells me that uh, a relationship with all those chickens would be foul. Yes. F O W L. I know if you were involved, Todd, it would lay an egg. Wait it, a minute. It, it would. It would. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, let's get rid of this thing. So she brings a lawsuit to federal government. Uh, <laughs> I'm molting. And the question is, can she? It's going against the homeowners association. You can't have chickens in your house or outside. She's got them. She sues and says it's an emotional support chickens. The case is pending. We're going to fi- follow this. She calls the chickens her girls. And yeah, I, I she's could... lost all of her family members. Yes. That, this is all she has left. But she filed under the Federal Fair Housing Act, and she filed suit. And you, I couldn't date keep... her. I couldn't date her because if you look in a baby name book, the word Todd means fox, and you can't have a fox in the, in the hen house. All right, we'll be back to talk about vasectomies after this. That's just as exciting. Much more Radio Law Talk is coming right up. Stay right there. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Warning. Don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse,
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Smile. Smile, buddy. Come on. Smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. <sighs> yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby, I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe... He has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs, or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I am a veteran. I lost both lakes in Vietnam. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. DAV helps veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran. I didn't want to admit it, but I have PTSD. So veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory was finding help and learning that I wasn't alone. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. So we've got a gag over Todd's mouth, and we've got his hands tied behind his back, and uh, because we're about ready to talk about the, one of the most interesting cases out of Iowa that occurred where an individual man went in for a, just a circumcision, and he comes out, and now he can't have any more kids because... What happened? Denise, sh- quiet, Todd. <laughs> quiet. They gave him a vasectomy. Denise, I'm going to give it to you. They gave him a vasectomy. <laughs> and so it's like you go in there, and it's like, you know what? I'll tell you what, the wife probably went, hey, this is really what I want him to do to him. And so, Denise, tell us a little bit no, about what happened. No, it makes me laugh because what, what I'm visioning in my head is that the guys in the room and in the other room all have their cups on. <laughs> and they're all, oh. like, being protective gear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. we got to be anyway. careful what we say. Todd, we'll let you talk in a second after Denise <laughs> well, goes just, just say, He took the gun to the shop to have the sights fixed. It came back without any bullets. That's what happened, and it was a problem. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. No, and he got a lot of money. He got $2 million. $2 million. Because he can't now procreate. But, well, presumably. Know, well, that, that's yeah. dope. We, we got to tell the whole yeah. story. But yeah, who, who's setting this one up? Because apparently I can't. You do, Go ahead and do it. <laughs> but I want to say one thing. The Iowa hospital was not found liable. Which is baffling. It's the doctor that was found liable. Not, is this real life? It is. It's not. But this is what's called a comparative negligent state. Iowa is. What is a comparative negligent state? They can apportion fault. And they found the individual that had the vasectomy instead of the circumcision was 30% at fault for causing that to happen. What? How? Why? Yeah, yeah we're going to tell you. 30% at fault. And the doctor was held 70% at fault. And it was a $2 million verdict, Todd. I know you're just itching and scratching. Well, to the, get to this. Look, there are some people who think that the word Iowa stands for I owe the world an apology. And I'm certain that Zaza would agree. That is the name of the, of the Burmese man who went in. You know, <laughs> there's some movies that the man who went up a hill and came down a mountain. The man who went into the hospital for a 
for a circumcision came out with a vasectomy. And that's what happened to Zaza back in December of 2015. And he spoke limited English. So when he went in, he goes in with a note from the referring doctor saying, you know, snip, don't cut. You know, just just take a little off the top. This is what we want here. This is what's going on, okay? Oh, and um, oh. and he, he wakes up and, and looks down. Everything looks the same, but apparently his functionality was severely impaired, and he filed a lawsuit, and a jury ended up giving two him million. $2 million bucks. But they said that he was somehow at fault. Yes, so if you go... Well, and you don't speak, speak English, English, and you take a note from your doctor where they spell it out, yes, you too can still be liable, but Mason Rudolph for the Steelers still did nothing wrong kicking the guy in the groin. He was giving him Thursday a pre-vasectomy. Yeah, they was. actually blamed him <laughs> yeah, for this, that which was, is just crazy. That was the hospital's defense or the doctor's defense is that they blamed him. Now, now But he couldn't read? I'll tell you, this is the reason why. This is what they say. They blamed him that he should have known we were <laughs> doing things the wrong way. Uh, I'm looking down there. Look, uh, I'm not quite sure what's going on down there. I- I'm telling you, I doubt he's watching this. You know, Look, When you invite a plumber over to your house and he's <laughs> sitting there working on the plumbing, which arguably is applicable here, you don't look over the shoulder and say, hey, you know, I think you need to use a 3 wrench, some gauze pads and some silly. Pu-. You're sitting there probably uncomfortable with the location where it's taking place anyway. His argument is probably, look, I, I wanted to hire a plumber and they gave me the tile guy. I confess. You know, they never found the mark, the, you know, black shark sharpie mark Uh-oh. oh yeah well, see, there there you go there you, i mean i would be before i went i'd be writing all over here not here yeah. well when you they know? did when they did my vasectomy honestly i was looking i was looking away like this going oh, oh all i gotta oh, say is you, mean, you were really? awake uh, yeah would you yeah, guys yeah, stop? Yeah, Can we yeah. move on to the chickens? Well, again? I'm just making We've the point. This the is a I know I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I want to do the chickens again because I'm tired of hearing but, but about he, this. Here's here's the thing. So they, the, the hospital put out oh. a notice saying Ouch. we are we are happy that the hospital was not found to be at fault. Never mind the fact that the hospital shredded the document and in another case, wrongful surgery that happened in the same hospital. They shredded that document, too. I'm thinking, you guys might want to keep some of your documents. And to Denise's point about this guy's inability to procreate in the future, right. uh, the very last line of the article I read on this said um, that... Yep, chickens and mastectomies. ...that he is going to undergo an additional procedure to have the vasectomy reversed. You can right. do that, and, and, and if, you can and, do that. You don't even have to, if anybody's ever watched soap operas, apparently that happens all the time, just on its own. You know, vasectomies <laughs> that don't take, that's a common theme. They have in, been known to reverse, it's rare, but occasionally the two little bits can grow back together. But you know, you've heard, you, you've heard the, uh, you've heard the, of the little, uh, what's it, the children's oh, story, no. the little train that could? You know, I think I can. I think, well, that's the, that's the little sperm that could. That's why it reverses, because they just don't give up. So here, here's the breakdown of the damages. Uh, for past loss of function of body, $500,000. For future loss of function of, of body, $250,000. Um, fi- uh, physical and mental pain and suffering, $1 million. Not enough. Future physical and mental pain and suffering, $250,000. That's Not how they enough. got to the two. It should have been five million bucks. Uh, Easy. Fred Penny said that. I I, I agree with you. I, I mean, think that, it should have been way when, more than that. When you mutilate someone from procreation, this is a problem. An accidental mutilation is what this is, in my opinion. The doctor, by the yeah. way, is no longer employed by the Iowa hospital. Has moved on somewhere else. Nebraska. And, you know. Eight five five Law Radio. If you want to join in on this conversation, but I'm moving it I, on. We're moving so, on. Okay. So do you have any tips for our listeners out there? Which. What is – we just lost our affiliate in, in eastern Kentucky. Denise, and that came from you, Denise. You're supposed to keep us in order, the three boys. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, no, so um, Time to walk I, away. I just, I just wonder if he's going to go back to have the original procedure done 
what he actually wanted, which was the circumcision. I'm sure he did. Yeah, can I'm we sure move he's, on? He'd go somewhere else. I'm and, the host. Can we move on? Sure. Time Life Books using your tools you can find in your own kitchen. All right. What are we doing? What do we got next? Judge calling the USC. Okay, we got another USC case here. Another, what is it, the college scandal? We're going to get sued by USC. You went to us from that? Yeah. That's exact. <laughs> no, we're not getting sued by anybody. Here we go. But the, the largest, the biggest issue here, and I'm going to talk about, there's been a number of people that have pled guilty, and they're, they're dropping sentences, the judges. This one's in Boston. And uh, the different sentences have been as light as uh, uh, in a month. But one or, guy was or, credit for time yeah, served. Credit for time yeah. served. And then one, and now we're this is six months. This is uh, a dad that the judge called, quote, a thief. And I'm like, okay, come on, you know, Your Honor, okay, you know, let's let's just, uh, okay, let me just go through a few things, and I'm not mentioning any names or anything, but some some questionable ones that gave me the, the dog whistle look. And those of you who don't know what dog whistle is, because it's when you you know blow the whistle, the dog cocks his head. <laughs> and this is what this is a quote from the judge. Quote, ready for this? Ready to fall on the ground after I quote him. Higher education in this country aspires to be a meritocracy. A meritocracy. That means based on I know, merit. I know. Those who work the hardest or make the best grades rightfully get accepted into the best schools. <laughs> what the heck? What planet is he on? Apparently he missed the whole 90s affirmative action exactly. quota. Huh? Whatever. What? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it only goes by your grades. And, and I'm not even saying, but we even went in and discussed where the courts have held. They said, look, it's more than just grades. It's it's multiple things you look at right. because we want a diversity within the, the town with, they're from, economic yeah, background, yes, racial, yes. Uh, which, gender, everything. Which yeah. we're not saying is right or wrong. We're just saying that just that's, that's the way yeah. it is. But for him to say that, I'm like, Really? Really? <laughs> oh, I don't know what I, happened, but him, he gets six months. And, but and but he, it, and he spent $450,000 to get two of his kids right. into USC um, in the college admissions scandal, right? And this leads me to believe that it's not going to bode well for other people that have spent money similarly and gotten their kids in. It's still a meritocracy. Your cash gives you merit. Yeah, that's what he said. So, Denise, I have a question for you. So here's the issue that I came up with. The question to me is, what is worse? The individual that paid, which this guy did, paid money to have their kids in sports get a scholarship. By the way, the boy in a basketball scholarship. I could see like in a field hockey where you're, you know nobody watches it or knows much about it, but he gets a basketball scholarship at USC? Come on. But here's the question, Denise. Is that worse than the individual that pays an individual to cheat on the SAT and ACT test? Right now, those ones, those people who did that are getting less sentences than this guy. This guy just wrote a check, but he didn't have them, quote, cheat on, on it. So we're going to be back, touch on this briefly again, and then we'll uh, go from there and see what else is going on. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and, of course, on RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be right back. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y Lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't have a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. We appreciate you turning on Radio Law Talk right here. Infectious diseases that. We have uh, Cal just stepped over something here. I always do. It's always a thing, a thing with mine, but here we go. Back now to Radio Law Talk. It's me. It's me. You got my uh, my mic on. We were talking about uh, the USC, uh, well, not USC, the college admissions scandal, and uh, we were talking off air. If you want to actually see what we're doing off air, uh, you can go to Radio Law Talk Facebook page, and um, Melanie is helping us out here and videoing it. You can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. We'll try to get to your calls, but uh, sometimes we're a little bit busy. Uh, so... The issue is, is Denise, I brought up the question to you, why does this individual get six months when other ones are getting less and they're not only bribing, but on top of it, they're cheating on the ACT and SAT when he didn't uh, cheat uh, on the ACT and SAT? Well, because he he was the first client, by the way. He was the very first one, and he didn't just do it. Of the, what's his name, the Jeff, what's his name, the individual? Singer. Yeah, Singer. Yeah, Singer. he was the first client of Rick Singer, I believe yeah, his Rick name. Singer. And um, he came back for seconds. So he got one child in this way by by literally paying people off to get him into the school. And the people were from the school. And then he also donated $50,000 to the sporting program. And he did it twice. And I think that's why the judge was so upset with him, because he didn't just go once. He went twice. And he knew it was wrong. And yet he still benefited both of his kids, took away two seats from USC that would have gone to other students. I think that's what it's about. So one thing I want to point out here is these are all happening in the same judicial district, in the same courthouse, the same federal court, but not all by the same judge. Now, this was Judge Gorton, G-O-R-T-O-N, and this is the first sentence handed down by Judge Gorton. 
Other sentences handed down by different judges, Judge Zobel, for example, um, have been much less than what the prosecution was seeking. For example, we talked about John Vandemore, right? And that was uh, that was the guy who received no time at all. And he was also, the, I believe, the sailing coach for Stanford, I think. And some of the money went actually to Stanford, so that people benefited from it as a result of, other than him. And recommended sentence for him, 13 months. He got credit for time served. Uh, we look at other sentences that folks have received. It, it's always the equivalent of pennies on the dollar. But Gorton was the one, is the first judge to sentence somebody very close to what the prosecution was seeking. The prosecution wanted, or closer to what they're seeking, the prosecution wanted 15 months prison with one year of supervised release for McFarland. The judge gave him uh, essentially 30% of that, six months prison, one year supervised release, 200 hours community service. But the fine, prosecution was seeking 95000 Gorton imposed a $150,000 fine on this, so it went more than what the prosecution was seeking. The other significant thing about this case was I believe this is the first sentence of somebody that did something nearly identical to what Lori Laughlin is accused of, which is getting your kids into USC, posing as athletes for a sport for which they do not participate. And that's what McFarland did, and so his was harsh. It'll be interesting to see... Um, we, we posted, I, did we post the reference or picture of the reference to the Department of Justice website that lists out the table of all of those? Uh, I think we did way back when, not, not recently. So, so that website keeps track of which judges do the sentencing. It'll be interesting to see how uniform these sentences are depending on which judge you get. I do not know which judge Lori Laughlin is, her case is assigned to. If it is Judge Gorton, and I was Lori Laughlin or her husband, I would be very, very nervous right now. Well, I do think it is because it is Boston. She is in the Boston. Well, they're all in, Bo- they're all in Boston. All, everybody There's is being judges. sentenced out of Boston. There's just different judges in that same area are handling them. I mean, there's like 50-some-odd cases, so they parceled them out to different judges. Oh, got it. And, um, and I, I don't know. It's lottery, I guess, is I, it? Yeah, I don't know who Laughlin was assigned to. I could try to look that up if you guys talk for a little bit, but I don't know. No, no, I don't know either. Anyway, well, let's let's. I think we can move on because we're going to talk about that all the time. We're, we're going to be here talking about this, this scandal for the next uh, years. Let's talk about an interesting issue of no politics case in Arizona where there is a band of activists, and th- these activists, and this is where we get down to the law and humanitarian work. It, because humanitarian work, to me, is very important, I think, to all of us. You need to, you have that to help those who need some help. And, 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 and what this is doing is, there's a case out of Arizona where these activists actually have a barn set up close to the border, and they hide water, and they hide food, and stuff like that for those trying to come across the border into the United States that are um, that are dying. Some of them are dying because they don't have enough water. They can't find water. And so is that harboring uh, these illegal immigrants, or is that humanitarian? And that's the issue of the case. And the case already came before uh, a jury, and they uh, it was a hung jury, apparently. And so now uh, it, it was, they are now going on to the second trial. Now, here's the interesting thing, and we're going to get into a little more details about this. The first trial, somehow the prosecution brought up the word Trump and brought up uh, something about President Trump. I don't know the details of that. Probably the change in the policies. Yes, the mm-hmm. change in the policy. And what this trial is, is there's a motion before the judge to ask the court to tell the other side you can't bring up Trump. And the the court granted that motion because they're about ready to start the trial. So the issue here is is whether or not this individual, and this is a guy named Scott Warren, um, has been arrested uh, for... Uh, a number of things, basically harboring and, and quote, helping supposedly uh, those crossing the border illegally by giving food, water, other supplies, uh, and stuff like that. So um, this is going to be interesting because, you know, here's, here's, here's a couple arguments on both sides. The first argument is, 
are they is this individual Scott Warren acting as a quote coyote or helping the coyotes what is a coyote a coyote is a slang term for individuals in Mexico that are paid to help you get across the border and I'm telling you some of those coyotes are pretty ruthless they're not you know the the best people to deal with and so the question is are Scott Scott Warren and his group um, harboring these coyotes and helping them or are they just is this just pure humanitarian and that's a big issue well you know i think the biggest argument that they are assisting the coyotes and you know these folks that do this is unless the folks and again i think you said it with correctly fred that these these coyotes can be the people that get folks across the border can be very ruthless is dangerous they're tough people and unless you have assurances and have assured them that you're not going to turn state's evidence against them. You take your life in your own hands if you sit there and say, oh, I just want to go ahead and give water and stuff like this. The fact that they let you interact, the coyotes let your group interact with them, would tend to indicate that there's some sort of an agreement. Otherwise, you're engaged in a very dangerous proposition. And how is it you're not dead yet by a group of people that would kill you to maintain their anonymity and their privacy and whatnot? And so... I, I think that's a huge argument in their in evidence against the group in terms of what they do. I mean, the coyotes are the same people that left uh, a truck, a, a trailer truck full of people in the in El Paso, Texas, and they all died. Yeah, right. I mean, this this is a nasty situation you're dealing with here. So, how do you fix it? Well, with water, with ventilation, with food, with all of that stuff. I guess that's what you're saying. Well, here's the big issue. The big issue is they built a barn right near the border, and this all stems from they're noticing more activity coming in and out of this barn. So are they, quote, harboring these uh, illegal immigrants coming in and helping, quote, helping the coyotes? Um, and, and, and I think that's, it's, it's, a, it's a big issue. But what they're finding is they found individuals in these barns um, and 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 the the defendant Scott Warren's argument. Oh, I didn't know they were in there. It's like, oh come on, Scott. Really? <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. You know, it, 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 interesting thing though, just for people generally speaking, pretrial motions. What are they all about? These are motions to, for example, if you want to tell people that you can't say stuff about Trump, well, if you got 15, 20 witnesses, they're going to call. There needs to be something general to keep the smaller witness from casually mentioning something, and that's why this needs to be addressed. There are a lot of pretrial motions that get filed. But this uh, one stops anybody yeah. from saying Trump, which in my opinion goes too far. But I also understand that the judge does not want this case to be politicized. Right. So I totally get it, but at the same time, I think it goes too far. We're going to talk third hour. Join us, or if you uh, if, if somehow the radio gets turned off, go to www.radiolog.com. Talk.com. Join us live. We're going to talk about the Trump and Supreme Court tax returns and a high school baseball coach after a seven-year legal battle. We're going to talk about that when we come back, hour number three. You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.